start giving our rich. Yo, what is going on, beautiful people? We are back with another episode of the You Guessed It, the No Name slash Insert Here Name podcast. Um, so I am Edward. You know why my name is Edward? Because my mama named me after a real trill OG. That being my OG, my father. Um, as always, you gotta make sure you're following at Emacs Stacks for not just NBA or NFL coverage, but your high school coverage, your college coverage of sports, and the whole shebang. So uh, if you're not following me, you probably don't love your mama. Um, and that's just that's just really, I think, the truth. But yo, you know, I ain't really nothing without my brother. So y'all go ahead and introduce yourself and let's get this podcast going. Is your boy, Sean Hoy, Izzo, charismatic hood excellence at its finest. Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever. Turn my shit the fuck up, man. Hey. Yo, it's number one Black Peace, man, coming through. Uh, just like you know, I got this fresh podcast of my own branching off. You know what I'm saying? It's talking smoke. Uh, it's on uh, Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's really wherever you can find a podcast. That's YouTube, and, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Look them up. It's all black peace, you know what I'm saying? It's all black peace, and it's, that's all I represent. And my boy got people from Nigeria, Ethiopia, Ghana, New Zealand. Uh, we get international. And he international, just so y'all know. So, oh, you famous, bro. We, we just, bro. We, had, we, had, we, got, we got to really, really put some, put some light on that. Talking smoke. If you ain't listening to it, you know who you don't love. Bruh, I want to listen just off the name. I mean, dang. Y'all talking small. Bruh, how he get a... Darnell, how you get a name? Ooh, we got a name. It was premeditated before the, the coming of the sports podcast, of course. <laughs> Man, I like it. Bro. This is definitely like premeditated it. for sure. I okay. like it. Bro. You have to check it out. It's on all, all uh, outlets. Bro. Man, I am the husband of Jordan, the father of Harper and Deuce, and I'm just here to, you know, to bring the controversy. I'm here to, whatever you thought you was thinking, I'm here to debunk it, to challenge your thoughts, and to make you think just a little bit deeper. <clears throat> Good evening, and I'm the one and only Tenacious Xavier Miles, and on behalf of me and the brothers, I want to say thank you for tuning in, and please continue to tune in. We love you and we thank you. Take it away, you motherfucker. Hey, first and foremost, I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, for me personally, when we started this, my first milestone for the podcast, uh, because I just didn't know how it was going to go with like all of us having like different schedules, different lives, uh, kids, so on and so forth. Uh, my milestone for us to reach, just starting off is episode 10. And I'd be goddamn if this ain't episode 10. So, my brethren, I appreciate y'all commitment. I appreciate y'all sticking this out. I appreciate y'all just grinding it out with me. There is no podcast uh, without y'all, fellas. So, we episode 10, man. So, to all our viewers, listeners, up until this point, our new listeners and viewers, um, yeah. I, think, I think our next celebration milestone will be 50 or 100. I don't, I'm not sure which one yet. But, yo, hey, I... 10th episode uh, celebration, 10th uh, episode anniversary. Uh, I'm excited. the one I get to smoke a blood on, is it? The same. No, I say, I guess 24. <laughs> oh, no, I think I'm going to give you a hundred. I say five to L on the 100th episode. That boy say the honey bun. <laughs> the honey bun. <laughs> we, we can do the honey. I'm proud of it. I can do the honey. 
<laughs> Yo, so money. check this out. I was thinking about this. Um, before we uh, we gonna get to football early. Uh, but before what? we do, uh, I was kind of a pump fake. <laughs> I wonder if y'all feel the same way. And so, uh, I was thinking about this today. Just thinking about like women, and you know, uh, you see girls you grew up with, see new girls or whatever. And I remember this uh, principle. Principle. This I just say game. This game my uh, my OG gave me. When I I remember my uh, my pops telling me, he was like, "Look, son, you in high school or whatever. I know you're gonna do your thing. Do your thing. Ain't nothing wrong with that." But listen to me closely. Pay attention to all the ones you think are the baddest on the finals. I know you're going to be trying to do your thing with them. But make sure you stay close to the ones one who kind of... Boy, that nigga is a real nigga. Boy, you need to listen like, to him. He say, listen he to say, him. Stay friends. He say, don't diss him or nothing. Like, he say, stay friends with the one who look like they... Yeah. A kind of... And I was just like, huh? I was like, huh? Dude? Bro. Bro. So just listen, the fine ones, I promise you, son, in 10 years, they're going to turn into mud ducks. But the ones who look like mud ducks in high school, I promise you, son, they're going to blossom. You ain't going to know who they are. Hold Barry Jeans, they're going to be <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I promise you, but I was just thinking about, I was thinking about that today, and I was like, man, I'd be goddamn with my daddy one uh, telling me absolutely truth and nothing but the many truth. Hoes in high school, man. <laughs> and circle have, back y'all, have, block, have y'all experienced it and found out for yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that uh, I think that wholesome some merit. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I think wholesome. Merit. I mean, there, there's even man. I will say this: even college, bro. Like there was some. This is like, true, Christian. That is true. There's some you know, like in college, like you know, you wouldn't test them with a ten foot pole, and then you know, uh, I'm still married now. Still married. Still married. <laughs> but, you know, Every once in a while, I go on Instagram. I'm like, you know, and I, and I scroll. I keep scrolling after that. Ain't gonna lie though. Like, I haven't, I haven't seen the college glow up, but that I'll be damned if that high school shit ain't the really shit you ever said, boy. That was spot on, nail with the hammer, like man. man it's some of them, some people reach their peak and they stride too early, later on, and some people peak out and literally wipe out in high school. They High school is a peak. Get it while getting it good, cool. But to that one who stayed down, to the one who was just a butterfly coming into the cocoon, Man. or excuse me, a caterpillar into the cocoon. Don't the butterfly. Man, I, I, I got ahead of myself. Man, <laughs> buddy, <laughs> Man I, 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 uh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. I'll say that. I'm watching the game, so periodically y'all gonna see me just make dumbass, stupid ass faces for no reason. But that's because I'm watching the dumbass, stupid ass Cowboys right now. Too. <laughs> so I got I got a ride right now, and the ride is is pretty rough. Pause. But you know, what I'm saying just ride or dying with a team that just suck all ass. It just hurt. Yeah, I think. I, I think it's crazy that, like, you know, you're watching the Cowboys right now, and I, I work in D.C., right, where 
the entire city is like like they feel like they just won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, bro, I work with I work with probably one of the biggest Washington football team fans. This dude has Washington football team like seat covers in his car. His license plate is Washington football team. He has uh, every day he wears a, a Washington football team tie. I hate uh, people with a burgundy shirt. Uh, with that's too much. Yeah, it's on, on his desk every week. He has he has a, a, a old Redskins helmet with whoever they're playing that week. Like it is, but but he's like that though with all Washington sports. He's a big sports fan. He played at the University of Maryland uh, back in the day. He's old guy. He's sixties. Uh, but uh, man, he, he's a huge fan, and he came in gloating. And then he was like, "Yeah, and I can't wait to watch them cowgirls lose tonight." I mean, so it was. So yeah, so it, it it's it, it's kind of funny to be to be here, you know, after they won a regular season game. But the boys played well, man. They played well, man, versus the Steelers. And it's funny before the game, I I was talking to uh, to my guy at work. I was like, "Yo, I think y'all have a chance." He was like, "Don't gas me up! Don't gas me up!" I'm like, no, I really think y'all have a chance. Like, I like what y'all been doing lately, and the Steelers haven't been really that. They were the flukiest undefeated team. I I yeah, they they haven't been like every other eleven and O team, right? Or any other team that's been undefeated this long in the season. You look back and you've seen them just dominate. Secure At least the they've bag. had a couple of right? Decisive. Well, going back and even versus bad teams, right? You're like, okay, they barely won their first game versus the Giants. Okay, that's week one. Um, you know, they barely beat the Broncos. They barely beat the Texans when the Texans were still on, on their slide. Uh, you know, uh, they just here and there, barely getting in. They barely beat the, the Cowboys. Um, you know, the only team that they really blew out was the Jags and uh, the Bengals. Uh, but, you know, other than that, like, everything's been, you know, real tight. And so um, – and, and the Redskins have been, been coming into their own lately. So, I, I was expecting, a, you know, at least a tight game, you know, maybe even the upset. It was – it was kind of nice to see. It was, it was nice to see. With, with the Steelers being undefeated, right, or up until losing against the Washington Redskins, yes, they may have not been winning uh, in a pretty fashion. They may not have shown supreme dominance in, like, their 11-game uh, win streak. But, like, is there not something to, like, be said or respected in terms of just, like, still finding oh, a way to get the job done? Oh, def oh definitely. Definitely. And that's, that's why also I think that Mike Thomas should definitely be coach of the year this year. Uh, because even as I was watching it, because I, I, I haven't really watched that many Steelers games all the way through, right? So I was, I was watching the game the other night. As they were not playing well, I was still impressed by them. Because in uh, long third down after long third down, right, they they figure out a way to, to to keep the ball moving, and it's like, man, you have you have Big Ben put it on a receiver twice, right in their hands, they'll drop it, right. Third and eighteen, here we go, right, first down, right. They, and they and they kept figuring out a way to, to to overcome their own mistakes, right, and that's a sign of a good team, right. Hey, at, at different times you're gonna make mistakes in the, in the game. But it's how do you overcome them, and, and do you allow those mistakes to to hurt you worse than uh, than what they're going to help the other team? 
and they figure out a way to overcome those mistakes that, that they do make. Um, and that that's that's good coaching. That's, that's good coaching, figuring out, you know, in the right situations how to overcome those things. So there's a reason they're 11-0. They're not a bad team. They, you know, should they have been 11-0? You know, I don't know, maybe. But there's a reason they're 11-0, right? Um, you know, uh, I think they'll do well in the playoffs, right? Will they go to the Super Bowl? I'm not sure. I don't know if they'll beat the Chiefs. No. Um, but there's a chance. For coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> there, there, there's a no chance. for me. <laughs> you want to bet right now? You make I'm a bet right now? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm not going to so, bet until it's so given. So that's a no, right? I don't even have them going I would to not, I would not give it an emphatic no, though. I think they have a they have a chance. They have a chance. They they have a I, I, I would not be surprised to see them in an AFC championship game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, so uh off the Steelers, right? I'm Christian, you said that you would uh give um Mike Tomlin coach of the year, which is I think, you know, pretty much like very well much so uh deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Right now, I'm talking about MVP. I like Brian Flores. I like what Brian Flores is doing with, with my boy. I do. I, I do. <laughs> Y'all love my boy. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to another great black coach. And yes, I yeah. did say black coach. Why do you have to bring race into it? Because that's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they have the Rooney rule in the league? After Art Rooney, uh, the stick. Come on, man. Yeah. Anyway, but. <laughs> Which yeah, hey, hey, which, bruh, okay, never mind. I'm a, I'm a, hold on. No, let's, let's go on this high horse. Let's go on this high horse. I'm sorry. Let's go on it. Listen, listen. Uh, I don't know if I told you this, Edward, in private conversation. I don't know if I did or not. Uh, but I, I think I did. I think before this, before the season, we talked about this. And, uh, you know, everyone was complaining about us not having as many black coaches anymore because we, we had got to the point we had seven black head coaches, and now we're down to three. And then uh, Ron Rivera is the only other minority. Uh, but, I, but I said, I think I told you this. If not, I, like, wrote it out, that this was probably the best situation for uh, black head coaches because I thought we had three good ones. Now, Anthony Lynn not holding up his end of the bargain, which he's probably going to be out of the year. But we got two who we're, we're talking about as possible uh, coach of the year candidates, two who are leading their teams to – Greater heights than we thought. No one would have thought that the Steelers would have been eleven and all at this point. No one would have thought that, that the Dolphins would have been eight and four, challenging for for uh, for the division at this point in the season. But guess what? They have strong head coaches who are black, who are. I think both of them are going to be in the Hall of Fame, right? Oh, Mike Tomlin definitely will be there. I think. I, oh, yeah. I think. I think Brian Flores is going to be. I, I, I don't need to see anything. That's a little premature. So I know it's premature. I, I know it's premature, but guess what? That's my MO, right? I saw it with Joe Burrow. I saw it with Brian Flores. Before, I saw it with Brian Flores last year, right? Uh, I see it with Joe Judge right now, right? Uh, you know, We're we, going to hold off on that one because your, your credibility kind of went out the window when you said Deshaun Watson wasn't the man we thought he was, and here he is ripping he up the fucking league. Like, he, wasn't he wasn't playing like it at the exactly, time. Exactly, right. So but, give, it t- but, give it a chance to play out in your – That's fine, that's fine. Wrong, but, uh, uh, for, for what we want to see with black head coaches, right, we want to see them get more opportunities. Having two guys there that are great, not just good, that are great, undeniably great, 
is going to lend to more opportunities later on down the line, right? We have seen this through the history of sports in America, right? You, the reason you go from Jackie Robinson in 1947 to what American sports is right now is because the talent was undeniable. No matter how hard they tried to, to, uh, to, to keep us from, from, uh, from being there, to, from being on top, the talent became undeniable. And at some point, no matter how discriminatory a person is at the top, at the end of the day, only one color matters, and that's green. And the way you, the way you get green in sports is by winning, right? That's why there's no more controversies about black quarterbacks. You, you're starting to see more black quarterbacks get chances than ones who don't even deserve a shot, right? Because the talent was just undeniable, right? It was not like this 10, 15 years ago. But right now, the talent is so undeniable that, hey, everything got to get them one, right? And so you, you're going to have the same thing happen with, with black head coaches. You want, <laughs> you want, you want guys. You, you seen that? What? You talking about me today? <laughs> Oh yeah, all y'all's reaction was funny as fuck, bro. Y'all, what Christian said, and T got to get them one. I seen all y'all reaction, bro. That shit was funny. Oh, I ain't playing. But I'm saying that. Listen, <laughs> I'm saying it. It's like get out part two. If you if you if you think that if you think the NFL owners are are as discriminatory as most people think they are, right? That's how they would think. Hey, I got to give me one, right? Uh, you know, I don't think that, they, that, that, that as many of them are, are that, that, you know, backwards thinking. I know what you mean because the black man is fetishized a lot in American culture, as you can, I hate to say it, any Kardashian fan, but they fetishize, you know, black men yeah. a lot. And I believe that trend has been very much so popularized throughout, I'll probably say the last um, half a decade but, um, in but America I'm specifically. Even, but. Yeah, but I'm not even, I'm not even, you know, I... I know I know where people would like to take when I say that, but just th think about the last few head coaches that have been hired over the last few years, right? You get Sean McVay goes to the Rams. Everyone's like, who's this young guy? They made a terrible decision. He takes the Rams, and they go from, from zero to hero. After that, every team was like, I got to get me one, right? Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury gets hired because of that. Zach Taylor gets hired because of that. Uh, uh, Matt LaFleur gets hired because of that. Right? Oh, I got to give me one of these young offensive geniuses. Okay? I got to give me one. Right? Now, for you know, black coach is going to be, I got to give me one of those. But, you know, so at, at the end of the day, right, there, though there are some incredibly smart people in football, there are also some incredibly basic folks no. in football. <laughs> and they're going to think that way. Right? And so, you know, uh, like, like uh, my boy uh, uh, said in Super Bad, you know, Hey, we can be that mistake, right? You know, uh, you know, one one of these black uh, coaches who who probably would never get an opportunity. He could be the one, right? He could be the Cliff Kingsbury. That's like, you know, hey, he's the mistake. But guess what? Hey, this mistake turned out great, right? And so, you know, um, uh, but you get that with guys like Brian Flores and uh, Mike Tomlin on the sideline. Right now, with the uh, MVP race. Uh... Somebody else could sneak in there as the uh, NFL is like regular season is slowly but surely like winding up. But right now you got A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes like slugging pretty much out. just like, yeah, slugging it out. Like just like playing unbelievable. So right now Aaron Rodgers, 
37 uh, total touchdowns with only four interceptions, 3,400 passing yards with a 69% completion rate. Patrick Mahomes, 33 total touchdowns with only two interceptions, and he has just over 4,000 uh, uh over 4,000 uh, total yards and a 68% completion rate. Uh, like, who do y'all kind of see possibly uh, taking home the MVP out of those two at the end of the season? I could very much so see uh, Patrick Mahomes being – Mahomes, boy. Uh, getting, yeah, for sure. I can definitely see him getting his second MVP within his fourth season, I'm going to say, um, yes. which would be completely unprecedented on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Um but oh, yeah. the only reason I give Aaron Rodgers a chance is just simply because he's just reminding everybody that he's, like Stephen A. would say, a yeah. bad man, which he is. Yeah. But um, I just think as far as, like, MVP most valuable, you take Patrick Mahomes off that team, man, they ain't it, – it, it ain't – No, yeah. no. It ain't that. It just ain't no. that. It's a, it's, they, are, they are a decent team, but they're not nearly as yeah. dynamic as – as you would have hoped for them to be, you know, with him. Uh, no. But, I, 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 but the, no. the argument could be made about Aaron Rodgers, too, because they don't really have – you know, he ain't throwing to nobody special. You know, I would be the first to say that, but he does have a top five receiver in the league, which he has not had since what arguably, what, an early Donald Driver, and I don't even believe Donald Driver was ever a top five receiver in the league. Maybe some top five <laughs> years. I don't yeah. want to be disrespectful, but, but I don't think he was ever peak Devontae Adams. Go, go ahead, Darnell. Go ahead before I, I've been talking a lot. No, you're fine. I mean, um, I think Patty got it, man. Patty, my homeboy, Patty, my homeboy got that shit, man. Um, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is kind of just doing Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like Mahomes is actually getting better every time he gets a chance. That's you can't take that for granted, though, brother, because we saying Aaron Rodgers is being Aaron Rodgers. People don't roll out of bed and get you 38 and 4. They don't do that. Well, it's the LeBron effect too, though, bro. It's like how LeBron yes, just goes it's like, and gets yeah, that triple so double. Great. It's like we expect this from you. He doesn't quite. How I feel about it. If he went undefeated, no matter what, then I would give him that credit over him. But due to the fact that he has a regular, you know, um, record, I kind of I got to say Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the the target on the back. He's the guy that went to the Super Bowl, and he's still. Going up and up and up, you know what I mean. Rogers is kind of just, hey, I'm Aaron, I'm doing what I do. Like Mahomes is still getting, like he ain't won nothing. Like he didn't get a uh, MVP yes, a couple years ago. Because we are routinely, you know, unamazed at Aaron Rodgers' amazingness. <laughs> you take, yeah, that you it take, you take it for granted. You take it exactly, for granted. bro. Yeah, just, yeah. You take, don't take it for granted, bro. Yeah, like, I'm accustomed time. to seeing that, so you think it's normal, but it's like, no, it's, it's not really normal. not. I don't care how many times he's done it, I don't care what season it is, his greatness is not normal. You will not see anybody other than the guy he's in a race with duplicating the type of success and the type of talent that he's doing. Um, so but he's made, so, yeah. he's made it all as far as the NFC championship, as far as we know. He has actually made it to the big game in almost God knows how long. Mahomes has been at the championship, won MVP. And yeah, and Mike McCarthy coaching won. him. And you see what the fuck he doing to Sedacious Cowboys? Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, let, let Sedacious in, Edward. Oh, true, he's trying true. to get in? That's yeah, yeah, he's been trying to get in. That's hey, a good point, though. I have to admit, oh, that's a nice little point. Coaching does matter. Yeah, it does. Um, 
I mean, Definitely. y'all, y'all, y'all cry about coaching all the time. Y'all should, I mean, y'all should really be on that. Yeah, uh, I cry no, about no, no. the dictatorship so that was run by what what fucking what? insane what? asylum yeah, named Bill O'Brien. So, so Bro, two, two, point, two points here. The only way I think Aaron Rodgers wins is he's going to have to have a ridiculous. Uh, I, I don't know the, the rest of their schedule. Do the, do the Packers play a? a They're going to have to run game? it off. They're going to have to go. They're going to have to win out, and he can't throw another pick. If he throws another pick, he's going to he's gonna have to have a primetime game where he, where he like, brings the team back. He is. Something like, it's, like, ridiculous. Like he has to or he throw for, like, Christmas. eight, ten thousand. They got the, uh, the Lions, the Panthers, the Titans, no, and the Bears. Possibly. Do they play, do they okay, play the primetime game. in those games? In those games, primetime? Uh, against the Panthers. Well, that's a Saturday game. It's a primetime Saturday game. Oh, in the Titans, prime time game. He got to go hard against King Henry. Is it Monday? Got to go hard against King Henry. The Titans game is the Sunday to the yeah, Sunday. Okay, Sunday prime time versus the Titans versus the Titans. This is this, uh, the only way he. What what week is that? Is that fifteen? Yeah. Week fifteen. Yeah. So that's a, is that second to last game or third to last game? Say that again. Is it their second to last game or third to last game? Second to last. Second to last. Okay, perfect. That that game will either win it for him or not. He would have to bring literally bring them back from like four touchdowns down. Like Derrick Henry would have to be having a phenomenal game, and Aaron Rodgers would have and to Aaron like Rodgers would have to just beast it with four it's touchdowns in fourth quarter to bring them back to win. That that's the that's the only way, and he has to hope that Patrick Mahomes doesn't do that the same week. Which 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 could happen. Um, but I do understand the fact that he does get more. Mahomes does get more credit because he just won a championship, right? And they have more yeah, televised games. Yeah, than yeah. Like so, if they're both Mahomes is going to get the votes. If they're both equal, Mahomes is going to get the votes. Even if Aaron, even if Aaron out edges him a little bit in stats, whatever, Mahomes is going to get the votes. Uh, so in order for Aaron Rodgers to win it, he has to have a ridiculous moment that no one can deny that that's stuck in like the voters' brains. Uh, you know, while you know, Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, well, he just won it. Let's give it to Aaron. The playoffs are going to be incredible, They're incredible. Uh, yeah, but hey, to to uh, uh, Isaac's point though about uh, you know, w- without Patrick Mahomes, the, the Chiefs wouldn't be what they are, bro. Before Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs. Offense was dynamic. You gotta remember. I'm saying that because you're saying dynamic too loosely, bro. He's right and wrong, bro. But Alex, Alex Smith had his best. Oh, no, they were not dynamic with Alex Smith. Shit. They were, they were above, bro, bro. Bro. above every Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes rookie year. They weren't dynamic. They weren't dynamic. No, they were above average. They were above average. They were really above good. Above average does not mean dynamic. Uh, 2017. Really good, not excellent. Edward, Edward, can you bring up the stats real quick? What, what was the. No, I know you're going that today. They were good as fuck. Say that again, Christian. In 2017, what was Kansas City's offense? Their rankings. In 2017, the offense. Team offense. And points. I only had a flash that you said that too. Bro, I remember when Jeremy Macklin. That nigga used to be beastly on Kansas City, kid. Yeah, whatever happened. He left Philadelphia and came to – he he went to Kansas City at the end of his career, though. Yeah. 
But, yeah, I mean, they, they did good. They were very good, but they now, wasn't were they, were they on the <laughs> Were they on the level that they are now? No. But, bruh, yeah. they were still the number one seed in uh, – They needed Patrick Mahomes to get there. The That's because your record exactly. makes the number one no, seed does not make your offense. There was, there was a number two seed that year in the, in know, the, uh, in the playoffs. As soon as, as soon as Andy Reid yeah, got there, Alex Smith, you start hearing about Kansas City. As soon as Andy Reid got there, you never not heard about Kansas City no more. So Ooh. they were, t- uh, so 2017, uh, the Chiefs were tenth in passing. Mm-hmm. Then they so fucking were, dynamic, so fucking amazing. Top 10. They're top ten. Yeah, it's not yeah, dynamic, Christian. Tenth in passing, tenth in like, rushing. Google the yeah. Oxford so definition of total, dynamic. Come on, bro. I'm not finna praise no. Go ahead. I don't know, Medi- man. Mediocrity. What about points? Hey, mediocrity is good. Top 10. Top 10 is it's good. Mediocrity. It's good. They, Dynamic they... is top three. Bruh, all I'm it's saying is. play we on right now. We definitely on wordplay. We're a top 10 passing offense. Without Aaron Rodgers, we're the Packers. Nothing. Nothing. We've seen this before. Pretty serviceable backups. <laughs> Who was? I said the Chiefs had some pretty serviceable backups. No, they oh, won. Ga- they won games. Matt won- Moore. Matt Moore. We never basically. He's a serviceable I see what, backup. I see what, I see what, I see what he led, trying to say. He led them damn to... Dolphins to a winning and they had a, and they, I mean, like on on which I'm arguing in terms of the the Chiefs like stats and where they were in 2017. They were pretty much like ranked 10. And everything, like right in like the bottom to the very tenth of passing, rushing, and even defense. All right, dynamic, bro. I'm sorry. Like that's good. Hey, that's I'm really saying, good. You you were saying that they would fall off without Patrick Mahomes, and I'm saying no. With before Patrick Mahomes, with Tyreek Hill, yeah. and with Calvin Kelsey, and basically the the offense that they got right now. I stifled. I stifled that rebuttal with saying that um, from a value from a value perspective. Aaron Rodgers would edge out Patrick Mahomes just due to the simple fact that Green Bay is Aaron Rodgers-centric, right? It's A-Rod or nothing on offense. If A-Rod is not quarterback in that team, that team doesn't go anywhere, and everybody on planet Earth knows that. Exactly. So from a, right. So, that's not, that, man, that ain't Patrick's fault. That's – it's Green not, Bay being not. a I'm fucking cheap. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, they put all the they put all the eggs in one basket with with Aaron Rodgers, so they never get a chance to see how well, good they would because, be with a right, decent quarterback behind. Green Bay isn't a hot free agent destination, right? You don't have Facts. NFL players clamoring to to go play in Green Bay in the frozen tundra and go eat Swiss fucking cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody wants to do that. So they have to put all their eggs into this proverbial Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. I would uh I would wrap up I would wrap up uh, the Aaron Rodgers Patrick Mahomes bait by simply saying this shit hurts, I'm tired of losing. Which is the boy, comments man. the late uh, the post-game comments of Deshaun Watson after a catastrophic loss against the Colts. Now we're gonna wrap that up with that. Uh, so great segue. The uh, so I want to say, I guess you, I think this past Sunday made seven games. So 
the past seven seven game stretch, Deshaun Watson has 16 touchdowns to one interception and is averaging close to 300 passing yards. Fight me on it. We can we can we can square up about it all y'all want to. I don't care. I was oh, under the belief that had we won this, we would have ran the table. Isaac, we was at this hole. We was winning out. We was, I don't care what like nobody said. Say. Me that and you focus on that campaign. And it broke us. Now, Christian. That's why he cried, because he knew. He knew, dog. We were out of here. We were out of here. I knew if we won this past Sunday, but we was out of here. We were going to win out, point blank, period. And, bro, this, it hurt. It hurt me. Like, it, it hurt. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, man. I just I think that was the end of the season. I really and like now Christian, I can see I don't want to see Deshaun Watson on the field any for the rest of the season. I think it's a waste. <laughs> I'm scared something would happen. Um and I just Man, let my boy go to the Pro Bowl because that's where he headed. <laughs> that's for sure where he headed. They don't play there. So yeah, he can go to the Pro Bowl, bro. Yeah, I think, bro, sit him down. Yeah, man. Go ahead and sit Deshaun down. Um, I'm interested to see. I don't I don't know his contract exactly, but I'm under interested to see what happens to JJ White after this season. I don't know if he don't might know be if gone. He's gonna stay. He's gonna stay. He may stay since the bullshit is out. He may he stay. stay. That's some bullshit. Sorry, um, I'm watching the game. That was the Cowboys Lamar. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But, yeah, uh, not, not, uh, not what we're talking about. <laughs> but bruh, I mean, listen. A few podcasts ago, I know there was the hope for the playoffs, and I shut it down, right? Uh, and and ever since ever since then, I've gotten one game wrong, right? I told y'all which games y'all would win and lose. I got one game wrong so far, which is the Patriots. I thought that y'all would lose to the Patriots. Y'all beat the Patriots, right? Uh, but, yeah. bro, y'all, y'all, yeah. Bro, Deshaun Watson was doing what y'all which I've been praising. Um, and he's and like that team has like fell off the past couple of games. But Deshaun Watson was doing what y'all had been praising Russell Wilson for at the beginning of the season, in yeah. spite of his defense. Deshaun Watson was getting us to the promised land. And like you could yeah. just see it I was mean, just bro, like, bro, he he's been playing he's been playing out of his mind. I mean like you know, I I know you know coming coming from me because I was you know uh, dogging him uh, you know uh, at the beginning of the year, right? It's uh, okay. Uh, uh, but the thing the thing is though, right? <laughs> the the comment Darnell made earlier. Hold up, the comment Darnell, Darnell made earlier about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, this is just oh, this is just regular Aaron Rodgers, right? Well, if Aaron doesn't play that way, we're like, what what's happening to Aaron? Right? Because we expect that. If LeBron doesn't play like how you expect LeBron to play, you're like, what's happening with LeBron? What we're seeing from Deshaun Watson, what I've seen as a Jags fan, hating to see it against us for the last four years, when we passed over him and took Leonard Fournette, right? I've seen what we're seeing now. At the beginning of the year, we don't have to argue about why it wasn't there, but it wasn't there. Okay, it wasn't there, and there and there were things that he was doing or that he wasn't doing that I was like, wait, we expect at least little things to be done right, and he's not even doing those things right. 
And I was like, hey, something's up. We need to figure this out. Now, we, we, can, we can argue about why he's able to do it now, whatever, da, 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 but he's doing it now, right? He's doing it now, and this is what we've expected. If he would have been playing like this in those first four games, you guys would have at least been two and two in the beginning of the year, at least. But he wasn't doing this, right? Now, also – Because he was being boggled down by – no, you could – no, because you want to ignore that, but it's not an ignorable fact. But you were doing it in the beginning. Well, guess why? And we all know to why. beat a dead horse, we told him, Isaac, once he was that man held was back. gone, we would see the flourishment of Deshaun Watson. And what and have we saw, Christian? What have we saw? True. We have saw him so, so blossom not- from his cocoon and make a metamorphosis that has been downright amazing. Ridiculous. Okay, for, for all podcastness, for all podcast listeners. <laughs> hey, wrap it over to our last uh, comments, Christian. <laughs> for, for all of our podcast, podcast listeners that are uh, very uh, uh, fluent and, and aware of uh, uh, statistics and, you know, understanding uh, statistical analysis. I'm sorry, I can't say the word. Uh, we understand about the that, that correlation is not always causation, <laughs> right? Because something correlates with something else, hey, uh, we take away A, now B flourishes, right? A must have been causing B not to flourish, right? He uh, would. There's a, because there was a correlation that does not always indicate causation. So now you're trying to... Why do you deny this so now? much, Christian? Why? Just tell us hey, right hey, now. Hey, why why do you on, deny let's, it? Let's wrap up this on. We've been talking about him and... Uh, because we've seen oh, him do let's it with it. him before. Okay. No, we haven't, but moving on. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. I haven't real, seen real him quick. throw for consecutive 300-yard games since he's been with Bill O'Brien. As soon as he leaves, he throws for like four or five consecutive. Anyway, go I ahead. Heard with, I heard <laughs> with my own ears. I'm fine. What What do – and let's try to make it brief and wrap up our football safety. You can't make this shit brief. You niggas love talking about this shit. <laughs> no, we, not, we all for the Texans. Man! We all, we all for the Texans. For real, we all Sorry, for the cowboy like it, man. Finally, mm-hmm. finally, uh, oh. Carson Wentz is now being benched. Jalen Hurts gets an opportunity. I told y'all. What are y'all expecting to see from him, from him in these last couple of games of the season? And oh, like you see? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ace time, you, you know what I'm saying? He'll be all right. I fuck with it, but no, no. He's gonna be all right. I, 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 uh, to make it quick, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh coach go. Uh, what I what I expect to see from him is he's always been a winner, right? He's won in high school. He's won on the collegiate level. I expect him to bring an attitude of hard work. I expect him to bring a little more charisma, and I believe he'll bring some stability uh to the position. I don't believe he'll do too much to try to lose them a game, and I don't think he'll play outside of himself to try to go over and beyond to win it. I think he'll he'll be serviceable and he'll he'll do a good job man. I, I believe he, he he gets a stranglehold on the job going forward. I think Carson Wentz, we might have seen his best days. That boy could be on the trading block this offseason. I don't know who's gonna really want him. Probably Jacksonville somebody, huh? No, no no one's gonna touch that contract. Uh, but one of the thing, before you go, Christian, one of the things that I hope that happens within the Eagles offense is uh, obviously they let Carson Wentz throw it and then they try to bring um, Jalen Hurts in to like run it, Wildcat, whatever the case may be. But like I hope I hope they let him be a quarterback and show his arm. So, yeah. All right. So 
before I just looked at this, I was I, I said that he's gonna be okay. I'm not sure how well he's actually gonna be because not because of him, but because of who he faces. Right? His schedule. They face the right. Saints, right, which is one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, Cardinals, who was no slouch. Yeah, who uh, I said was a sleeper team this year, by that, the way. Uh, and then he gets he gets to, he gets to have a, a great uh, game against the Cowboys, uh, and then he finishes off with the uh, with the uh, Cowboys. Oh, everybody having great games against the Cowboys. No offense. Yeah. I bet he won't. I bet he won't. He's gonna finish off with the Washington Football Team. But here's, 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 here's what here's where I, I I do know that's gonna happen though. Doug Peterson is gonna pull out all the stops. How we saw him coach with Nick Foles, how he put everything together to try to make the game as easy as he could for Nick Foles, that's what he's going to do for Jalen Hurts. And it's not going right? to work. It, it, it might work a little bit. It's it might work, work a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, uh, you, you're going you're gonna to see the best, the best stuff that he has. You're going to see some Philly specials. You're going to see something some going to come that's up. That's horrible. Right? That's horrible. Um, he gonna he gonna bring it out because he because he sees also too. Hey, we still have a shot at this thing, right? They still have a shot at the division. They still have a shot at uh at making the playoffs. Okay, so you know they went out. They you know the Giants mess up. The the Redskins mess up. They still got a shot at this thing. So he's gonna put everything he can behind this boy, and um, you know I think he'll be all right. He'll be serviceable. But it's it's a tough road. If if he if he's okay over these next four games, I think uh, Isaac is Carson right. Might, that might be the last. It might be the last that you see of uh, Carson Wentz uh, with the Eagles. Now, as far as trading him, I don't know who they're gonna get to take his contract though. <laughs> that boy got a stupid contract. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who. I ain't gonna lie though. He almost through that motherfucker. He like two years through. He got two years left. Yes, yeah, that's, that's still the thing is though. The thing is though, that contract for how well he's been playing, right. like if, if it was that contract right for, you know, a decent Carson Wentz, okay, he's somebody could take that. But for how bad he's been playing, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, right would take that. It's an albatross over any franchise. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know who who would take that. So you like that word? I like. It. I like it. Okay. okay. Like it. Let me know something. Hey, let me know. I don't know all the time. Let me know. Hey, hey, I like it. You know? The boy's good. Yeah, Carson Wentz is reported that he will have uh, 34. He, oh, he's owed 34 million next year. And then. Uh, and, and the cap probably going to go down next year, too. Yeah, so, so he's owed thirty-four million for twenty twenty-one, and an additional dog. twenty-four million against the uh, against the cap in twenty twenty-two, according to the Philadelphia You got no debt pressure. You still sticking up the field. <laughs> right. He, he oh, gonna have so, to be the backup. He gonna have to be the backup in Philly for the next two years. They they, they can't get rid of him. Oh, maybe maybe God. maybe in twenty twenty-two, but he's just gonna have to be the backup. Still talking about uh, still uh, still talking about money. Uh, get your take on this, Christian. Then you uh, we'll let you get out of here, dog. Still talking about money. So um, it was uh, on social media uh, recently. Uh, 
kids, you know, they work in the corners trying to sell water, you know, in Atlanta. I believe that was in Atlanta. Um, and so they, you know, see his Meek Mill and they pull up on Meek Mill like, yo, Meek, bro, we selling water, man. Like, hey, man, can you give us some money? Da -da 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 -da. You know what I'm saying? Like, we selling water, you know, we just out here. And so Meek is just like, yo, like, okay, like, what y'all selling water for? And they was just like, man, we a young black man out here, man. And Meek like, yeah, but like, what, like, what's the cause for? Like, what y'all trying to sell water? Man, we just trying to sell some water, man. Like, we just trying to stay out of trouble, man. And so, uh, I don't know if it was Meek or one of his partners that was like in the car head gave one of the dudes a 20. But it's a gang of boys, young dudes out there, like all on the corner trying to like sell water or whatever. And I see it out here in Atlanta, uh, it's not too far from me. I, you know, I pass by and I see, you know, kids like slaying water, especially uh, in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so people tried to like give Meek like slack because like Meek was just like, bro, I just got y'all a 20. Like, what more do y'all want? Like, y'all better split that. Like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. And so people were just like, ah, oh, Meek, well, he only gave them kids $20. Da -da 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 -da. Like, when what, people like, probably wouldn't even stop and give them shit. You feel me? And, exactly. Apart, exactly. Let alone a dollar because they sell them for a dollar. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so, and like, they're just, you know, they still kind of like, no, man, get, can you, hey, man, help us out, can you give yeah, us Yeah, they put their hands in the car, they big bro, big bro, you know what bro, I'm saying? They you like, know what I'm saying? Bro. And so, like, so people was giving me flat, like, oh, he do all this, like, he could have gave them kids more. But this, this, this is my perspective on that. And um, I think, I'm not sure. In the summertime, I get and I understand the hustle. It's hot out here. People may want some water. People may not be hydrated in their car. Um, and but as this thing got fucking cold out here in uh, Atlanta, I'm just like, all right, young dudes. Like I see y'all trying. I see the. I think I see or understand the motive behind what y'all doing. Y'all ain't trying to go rob or kill somebody. You're trying to stay out of trouble. Your mindset and trying to sell water is like that's the best you can conjure up in terms of just being creative and trying to be an entrepreneur because you may have seen somebody else do it. So let me get on the corner, buy me some cases of water, try to sell them. There's nothing wrong with that. It's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But what I think, the reason I'm not mad at me for only giving them 20 and being like, yo, like y'all need to split that or whatever the case may be, is that just like, yeah, they're young men and they growing up, but like, they can't expect to just be saved off some one person with yeah. whatever type yeah, of Yeah, what the fuck was he supposed to do? Give him 100 <laughs> bands? Like, damn, bro. It's never enough for people. Like, and that's the, I feel like that's just a day and age in social media that we live in, bro. You damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Yeah. But no, it's, just, I, like, a, it's not even, I'm not, like, not even talking about the, I'm not even, like, caring about, like, the backlash, the quote-unquote backlash on social media. Just as, like, them young dudes out there, like, me giving just giving them 20 and it's like seven of them out seven of them out there i feel like that's a valuable lesson for them to understand like i need to either hustle harder find my own corner or like find find some other like game to try to get into because like bro, honestly say, i say this bro i think it's more so it ain't what you do it's how you do it because i believe another celebrity i want to say i think it was tokyo vanity or tokyo jess i'm not too sure which one but it was one of the tokyos um but she was just like i live in atlanta as well and um i've had my own experience with them and i know from experience and other people will tell you she was just basically saying that them them little dudes be super aggressive and like it was a video uh going viral one of them literally four of them climbing on top of a lady's car preventing her to leave in traffic 
like yeah. literally harassing her. You know what I'm saying? I'm out for my people. Like I love us. I love me some black people, bro. But it's a right and the wrong way to do it, brother. And if you want to get you some bread, you trying to get you some flow. Like I say, it, it's quite literally. It's not what you do. It's how you doing it. And if you not, if you conducting yourself in a barbaric way. Expect to get some negative results from that, bro. Because if you did run up to me and y'all over zealous and you damn near reaching your hand in the car, I'm not gonna give you no money either, bro. But no. you could be missing other cars while all y'all trying to hound him, thinking he got a hundred million in his and he's just gonna cash you out. Like that's the wrong way of thinking. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't even. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> care because I would have flooded Meek Mill car too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Look, kid, hood, Meek, you a rapper? True, I yeah. You yeah. Bet. How, but it's, how, it's the thing how, of, how old are these guys? Honestly, they probably, probably have no more than 13. 13 okay. Probably not older than 13 at all. Probably yeah. like 12 on down, 13 on down. Yeah, I'm going to try to be quick with this because uh, there's nothing I actually care about more than, than this right here. Right? I care a lot about football, but like Take this. Take your time. Take your time. This, this I care more about than anything else in the world. I stay up. I stay up at night on this. Right? <sighs> okay. Um, we 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 talk about things like mass incarceration in the black community, right? Where more black men are arrested than per per capita, right? Uh, disproportionately than any other group of people. Okay, we talk about we talk about um, young black men losing their lives. The number one cause of death for young black men, right? is homicide right a part of that reason why is because of a lack of economic opportunity for young black men where they feel like the only thing that i can do is either go slaying some drugs and possibly get arrested or possibly get involved with some people that i don't need to be involved with or rob but or rob but but if i want to do something legally hey i need to go down to the store buy me some gatorades buy me some waters and, and sting it on the corner right with, if there was if there were more economic opportunity for for young black men right where they could get some on-job training to understand hey we understand your 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 passion and your uh, drive and your uh, go getness right your ambition we, that's good right but we got to tame it a little bit and understand and show you how to work it right sunlight is great. Right, but when you put it in a magnifying glass and you and you pierce it in there, then that's where that's where it has a lot of power to to make things happen. Right, so um, uh, building up uh, a system where where we can have economic opportunities, so so that when you get young teenage uh, boys who are like, hey, I want to make some money, I want to be able to go down to the store and get get what I want to get, I want to be able to get my shoes, I want to be able to take a girl out, you know, all this stuff, right? I want to be able to help mom out. Then you won't have them climbing up the top of the car saying, you need to buy water from me, right? Uh, they just haven't been trained yet. So uh, that's something that we need to do. Now, like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because I, I can go forever on this. I feel like I feel like one issue that I deal with, especially at my job, I'm around a lot, of, a lot of youngsters and I feel like a lot of us as older black men, we don't give away free game. We're so quick to judge a point and say they're doing it wrong, but just like in that Meek Mill situation, he should have free game right then and there. You should have right then and there and told them, hey, yo, young, hey, young cats, 
this is how you do it. This is the wrong way to do it. This is the right way to do it. Simple and plain. He's a hustler himself. He should have stopped them and laced game on them right then and there and called it a he day. Did. I, no, lace he wasn't game knocking the what they was doing. He was knocking how they was doing it. But did he lace game on them and tell them this is the right way to do it? Boom, boom. Or was it was more of like charging them up and questioning them and making them think more into it? But what like they, they would never know is we don't know if if he if the camera went off, we don't know if he gave him game or not. You know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. think it's that's better. the issue. That should be always be another person with extra. You know, that's one thing. Like I hate that. That's a bad thing with media. Like they let the media dictate us. Like they should be an extra one of us out there being our own media, catching the extra, broadcasting the extra, and pushing that extra. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's how I look at it, bro. Yeah. Like I feel like. At some point, that should come out of him lacing game. That's what, you know, stops it. Stops the, you know, the repetitiveness of the of the BS. You know what I'm saying? Just someone stopping and saying, hey, bro, I've been through that shit, and I'm a real one that you respect. So I'm going to tell you straight up, this is not how you do it. This is the way you do it. I've been a hustler. This is how you hustle. Yeah. So, I mean, that... There, there, there's a, there's a lot that, that, uh, that can be said. I mean, I, I really hope that, um, um, that, you know, some, some, uh, Salesforce training, um, uh, company gets a hold of this video and says, Hey, look, there's an opportunity right there. They're, they're, they're a young the man. Who are hungry. man for sure. They, we they'll can, make a killing it with that. And we can, and we can train them up so that by the time that they're 18, you know, we can put them through a training program, uh, uh, internship program. So by the time they're 18 and they can work for us, they'll be ready to, to go out into, into uh, you know, the sales world and, you know, they can take the rejection and all that and they can keep on going because these guys are hungry. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, I've been, in, I've been in sales pretty much all my adult life, bro. The, the best, like, salespeople I know are previous drug dealers. Uh, but uh, they, they just took the skills that they learned before and, and, and put it in there. So I'm not, I'm not saying these young, these young guys are drug dealers. But oh, are you good at sales? I'm pretty decent. Pretty decent. He be ragging up, is he? I'm, I'm okay. Deal any drugs in your past? Get any person. <laughs> don't say it on the podcast, bro. I don't, no, 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 but you know, <laughs> they were like, they were like, they were like, yo, you gotta, you gotta uh, put money up. I was like, I ain't got no money, so I'm coming to you. But, but, uh, my, my first sales trainer though was a, uh, he he used to, he was a drug dealer in his past life, uh, and uh, you know it's it's funny the the lessons that he taught me, um, you know, and I'm not gonna say his name or anything because he probably don't even want me talking about that. But please, uh, Jarrah we don't this man has a whole career now. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, no all the, all the, the any, any success that I get in sales, like I owe to this man because he showed me. He showed me the way. He showed me, you know, um, how to talk the talk, how to be genuine and not, you know, not an a-hole. Um, 
um, and, you know, all, all stuff. So it, it was, man. I think that's the dope interaction you made uh, because I think a lot of times, you know, people judge other people, uh, you know, simply, you know, judging a book by its cover. So if you ever ran into that guy or heard, heard from a father that dude saw with drugs, you probably have a negative connotation on, like, who he is, what he's like. But this guy gave you game and helped you make, you know, money. So I think yeah. that's I mean, I mean, cool. him, most, but the thing is, like, that's the reason why I started off that this talking about this similar way I did. Um, and, I, and I know, you know, uh, you know, everyone knows my politics and a lot of people on my lane don't like to hear this, but it, your environment matters. <laughs> your environment matters, bro. Like if you don't have opportunity, right, you go and make it like these guys, they, if they if they don't have any other opportunities, right? If there if there's no other way for them to try to make money, right now, right? What are they gonna do? Well, I don't think you can really get a job at thirteen. You probably can work at Chick Fil A at fourteen, I believe. But I understand that. I understand that. But but okay, if they labor laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, 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 so 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 difference, right? The neighborhood I lived in in California. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know, my, my wife's officer in the, in the Navy, right? We lived in, you know, officer housing for the military, right? So every everybody in here, everybody in here is, is making six-figure salaries plus, right? The little kids, the little kids who are selling waters and stuff, they are not in the middle of the street being aggressive with cars. They're standing, they're sitting outside with a sign, right? And folks just come up and, you know, because there's just there's there's money around. Oh, people are you know you got these nice little white ladies who are walking their dogs and they come by. Okay, you know let me let me get one right. There, there there's a difference between selling waters there right outside your house and yeah. having to go in the middle of a street to do it. Because yeah. hey, these people right here, your neighbors who just got money everywhere, they can just oh yeah we just gonna, we gonna give Johnny the money. We gonna give little Cindy this money versus. Hey, I it's gotta not, get a it's not like, yeah, what they're selling water. It's not community vibe yeah. like that. It's yeah. like, so, so sure, <laughs> sure. If I'm a 12 year old and they I'm, got a tap on your window, like, hey. <laughs> that's what they used to seeing. They used to, you know, nigga going up to the court, tapping on that shit for drugs. You know what I'm saying? It's just that. it's the environment, right? So yeah, you, that's, what I'm that's what I'm saying. So, so you know, sure, you know, not not every 12 year old can go get a job uh because of labor laws. I get that, but um, there's there's some opportunity that could be put in place for 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 those young men, right? There's there's some things that you know, um, and there, there's a bunch of youth youth football coaches who have done stuff like this, right? Hey, let's go do a fundraising event, right? With with our team, right? Uh, let's go work at, at you know at this at the stadium or whatever. And there's a lot that you can't do right now because of COVID, but you know there's different things that, that they can do to help you know raise money, and then even hey, let's give the kids a kickback, right? Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of uh, youth programs that do that all the time, right? And so, yeah. um, you know, if these guys don't have that, right, and especially right now with COVID, they don't have that, it's mm -hmm. like, hey, I got I to gotta do something, right? And so, you know, I don't know, man. It, you know, there, it, there's a lot we can get in on that. Yeah. My, um, that was, I mean, that was a good conversation on, uh, on that topic. Uh, yeah, we, we was on that for a minute. I won't, I won't keep going. But, oh, uh, yo, man, uh, wrapping up this show, man, we talked about uh, the Texans and their woes, and now we have our Houston Rockets and their woes. 
So I'm gonna yeah. let y'all have that. Oh yeah, well Christian, go ahead and sign out before we get out here, man. Coach hey, Johnson, it was, on out it here. was beautiful. It was beautiful. Stay black, black excellence. Uh, uh, you know, black. And to our white audience members and minorities or majorities, y'all stay whatever race y'all are too. We want to be I'm, inclusive. I'm, I'm, I'm with them too, but, but, bruh. Yeah, but we for us too, though. I feel hey. you. I smell that. Song. Hey, in the, in the spirit of, in the, in the spirit, cause y'all, y'all got me. I don't even know if I'm gonna go to sleep now. In the spirit oh, of, God. hey, let's build up young black men. Let's build them up. Let's show I'm about them. To start you know what? We're gonna talk let's, about it. Let's, let's let's show them the way. There's there's so much talent. There's so much talent in so many different areas of life, uh, inside of young black men. All it needs is just needs to be cultivated. It needs to be cultivated. It needs to be shown just just how to how to bring out what they already have inside them. I've seen it before, time and time again. It is there. I'm, I can go on for hours with this. I love y'all. I get y'all. I get y'all next time. All right, thanks, guys. Take it easy. Smoke weed if you need. Oh, but uh, but yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, Texans having their woes right now. The Rockets are having their woes. We uh, the Houston Rockets have now made the official trading John Wall to the Houston Rockets. Uh, and sending over Russell Westbrook and the first round pick to the Washington Wizards. Um, it looks beautiful on paper when it first happens. Like, oh, snap. Oh, the Rockets also get DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins reunited, and we got Harden. Oh, shit, we might be able to cook a little something up. And Harden is at the strip club with a little baby celebrating his birthday and has not yet made it to training camp. Uh, <laughs> I got some shit I want to say about it, man. <laughs> And I say this, man, to kick it off, bro. It's the same old shit with Thug, bro. Hold on. I really want to talk to bro just one-on-one, bro. I know, you know, one day he going to fuck around and, and, and watch this, bro. Hey, James, brother, you told us a couple years ago you were rocking for life. You told us you was in it to bring us a championship. Now you talking about jumping ship all because, you know, we got a new owner. We don't have the GM that we used to have, and we have a new head coach. So you seemingly think that you're safe. So, you know, or maybe you don't have the voice that you once did within the organization, but that's not true. You're still the best player, arguably one of the best players, only probably second to, what, Hakeem the Dream in, you know, franchise history. I would say Hakeem first, James second, quite literally. He's probably been the second best Rocket ever. Brother, stand on that motherfucking business, man. Stand on that business, bro. Like, what you doing at the strip club, bro? That's your problem. Not you don't take nothing serious. Come on, bro. This was the problem last time. You going to the Drake concert and you going to the strip after we lost the playoff game? Bro, I wish, like, the fuck I would see that as a teammate, bro. I don't give a damn if I don't get paid as much as you or, you know, and I'm not nearly the player as you. Bro, you ain't for real. I guess and, it's hard to, and if I'm John Wall... Bro, I'm pissed you, off right can, now, bro, because you, you prefer, still want him on the team. You, bro, he did want John Wall. You wanted John Wall on the team. No, no, no. Dude, it, no, no, so no. I dude, take that as law. Bold reported that John Wall preferred on the team. He preferred that he wanted he preferred John Wall over Russell from a basketball standpoint. And I get no, it. No, no. Two years ago. Rockets fans, do Rockets fans still want James Harden on their team? Brother, I don't care. You, if you don't want to be there, well, well, guess what? We're not trading you under contract for two more Hey, but years. no, no. But check, check this here out. Play. Check this here not trading. 
I treat it like I look We're at it like not not this year. But I, I mean like I look at it like, you know, just like any like relationship, right? Like, I mean, and at the end of the day, like this, like, I don't care how much of fans we are. At the end of the day, this is like business with James Harden and the Rockets. And so from a business standpoint, if I'm the Rockets, like, uh, no sir, Bob, you are not going anywhere. I don't care what you got going on. You still got two years left on your contract. You still one of the greatest players um, in the league. We not sending you anywhere and getting some like. Not for fucking Kessler, Vernon Spencer, Dinwiddie. No disrespect. Right now, if I'm but a I'm not fan, gonna trade a dollar for four quarters. <laughs> now, if I'm if I'm a fan, <laughs> let that that Darnell feel let that sink in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But all I'm saying is for pieces, right? Dinwiddie's a nice player. Levert, even Jared Allen's a nice player. Is yeah, a nice all of them add up to a dollar. James Harden is a dollar. Yes. There's only there's only a probably two handfuls of dollars within the league if we just keep in that metaphorical, you know, analogy yes. going. Um, so but go I, ahead. For yeah. some, green looks better than silver, but. To say, to, to, to say, if I'm a, if if I'm the Rockets, it's business. I'm not trading. Yeah, if I'm a fan, I don't. I want you to go because I don't feel like your heart is in it. And even being here, your heart ain't been winning it, man. Nah, nigga, you owe me. Nah, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> that's, you owe I mean, me. That, that's just how you I contractually feel about it. obligated. So go on, come out here. So for James Harden. I don't know, bro. The right, well, for one, the Rockets not gonna win. Nobody. We can let him go. He's a big ass. He's a big ass crybaby, dude. I'm tired of dealing with his crybaby tendencies. Plain and simple, bro. He can leave. You doing, bro? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. You can go. And then he gonna I'm tired of you. I ain't gonna lie to you. Tired of you the day. I ain't gonna lie to you on Instagram. I did. You can go check me out right now. I'm under there talking big shit. <laughs> I seen my boy. I'm to you, bro. Yeah, I'm tired of him booing in the playoffs. I'm tired of him uh, mad because he getting snubbed for the MVP. I'm tired of that shit, bro. Worried about the wrong shit except for the ship. So he want to worry about his own personal achievements except for the ship. Oh, Period. now he see now he want to go to a contender. You because guess what? You not winning shit with the 76ers because if Ben Simmons had a a remnant of a jump shot, you would they wouldn't even be trying to trade for you, bro. Because honestly, I don't want shit the 76ers got to offer. If they not throwing Ben Simmons, and I really don't even want Ben Simmons because he can't shoot. And he, so uh, like, and, he, and to the eyes, if James Harden and whatever world or whatever dominoes align, if he were to go to the Nets, I wouldn't be afraid of him. I wouldn't be afraid of uh him, KD, and Kyrie being together. What I fear about that tandem is like the brains of the operation, that being Steve Nash and like whatever schemes he's been building up because he's a player's coach. Oh, bro, have so you heard him, what they running? Guess what offense they running? Seven seconds or less, they will be running the Houston offense. So, <laughs> did I do it simultaneously? <laughs> I felt hey, like man, I did. Look, look. Hey, but it's gonna be a different voice, so it'll be a different. I think they got a different defensive coordinator. Um, but uh, Mike D'Antoni is the offensive coordinator, so they're they're literally gonna be running the same offense that Steve Nash won his two MVPs with, and that's the seven seconds or less. But with a prolific offensive talent as Kyrie and Kevin Durant, man, like, dude, I, I'm just curious to see because 
you know, their skill set is a bit different than James and Russell. Even though James is a prolific scorer, one of the best scorers in NBA history, um, Russell, quite frankly, was a, is and was a dynamic scorer, but he's not a great, not even a good shooter of the basketball. Kyrie and Kevin Durant both can shoot and both are extremely talented and great scorers in their own right. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, the one-three pick and roll, some pin downs, uh, one-two pick and roll. You know, at the end of games, um, it'll be it'll be real interesting. It'll be real interesting to see. You know, how even the, even with that being like a three-headed monster, I'm not I'm not like confident. I'm talking about them, like, them without James. I'm I'm just talking about because I don't. I mean, but James it, I mean, crazy. even if they didn't have even if they didn't have James, and you just you know you got the pieces, Levert and Dinwiddie like and all them around him. I'm not confident in Kyrie's durability at this point in his career. I'm just not. Yeah, bro ain't, so bro ain't like, made it through one season. I mean, so, like, just no, how, like, when I was talking to you about being hyped up on, like, uh, Cousins and uh, Wall, it's just like. They got to make it through a season first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think John Wall has, like, in the past three seasons, like, played a season worth of games. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, like. Yeah, I'm 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 more so I'm more so as opposed to if James Harden went to uh, the Nets and him being along with Kyrie and uh, KD, I'm more scared of like the offense that they're gonna be running as opposed to those actual players. Um, but also talking about uh, Kyrie, bro, I don't know what Kyrie, I don't I, I I try my best to like understand the players as opposed to just, like, being force-fed what the media is saying about players. Um, and... But... <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but... But sometimes, like, it just is what it is. Like, you know, what's, yeah, like, what's said is, like, simply, like, what is said is not being taken out of context. So, Kyrie came out with this statement. It's that this is the first time in his career where he's felt like he's been on the team where he can look across on the bench or on the court at another teammate and be like, that guy is also in the clothes. Or like, it doesn't always no disrespectful. Be, it doesn't always have to be placed on me. And obviously, people are going like to be like... Like, he's been bailing LeBron out his whole life. Boy, if I'm LeBron, hey, bro, I'm did you play with, like, LeBron out, James? Like, did you... Nigga, you before LeBron got there, nigga, you was in the lottery every year. Nigga, with Anthony Bennett getting put on your team sorry ass dude come on bro come on fool we already know what this show look like with just you on it it don't go nowhere you don't play winning basketball you don't contribute enough to winning so you be the ultimate force that drives winning every Sometimes team LeBron James has ever been on in his life let's get that every team LeBron James have ever let, let's just take a pass NBA life they've won his style wins so you need to be trying to just shut the fuck up and do what he do. And this is coming from a Kobe fan. Rest in peace to the GOAT. I'm not even a LeBron James fan, but I get tired of the hate, bro. They love to hate this man. And honestly, I don't understand why. You can hate him on the court. Yeah, he won too much after college, but after really closely even looking at it, bro, the nigga 260, and he damn near get hit every time he drive the ball. And he every low time. Key, I'm not going to lie. He low-key he do be getting fouled. <laughs> I, so I feel him on that, bro. But Every just, time. Aside from that, like, he plays a breeding style of basketball that quite literally begets winning, right? He plays the right way. He's not selfish. And if you force him to score, he'll score. 
If you force him to play defense, he can be a lockdown defender on any given night. Whatever you need at the time, man, he can give it to you. He's just the ultimate Swiss Army knife. So it's like for Kyrie to say what he said, I think I, I knew what he was saying, but it's, you could say it a better way. Maybe this is the first time in your career that you've had a maybe a, a offensive player shooter, skilled as you. Maybe a shooter of your caliber because Kevin Durant's a better shooter than LeBron James. No. Bro, he has no IQ whatsoever. I'm sorry. He's on oh, yeah, no IQ. Yeah. That's that's his issue, bro. He looks at the surface. He don't look below the surface at all. How you playing on the Celtics teams with up-and-coming shooters and two-way players, and you put it all on your own shoulders for what reason? For what reason? Because he's still he on the me-me mentality. He's still a young it's, player within the league to where he still want to get stats, and he wants to be the reason that they win. So 30... In a, in a loss for him, Kyrie, I, I almost call it the Carmelo effect, right, when he was back in the Knicks. He was almost happy if he, if he you know, if he got his 30 or 40, but they in a losing effort, he happy. But if, if, he got, if he got 17 points in a W, Kyrie got a problem with that, especially if Tato, you know, my yeah. boy Tato, you know, shout out to that boy. Really, the, the real ball on the team. Tatum, he would have had a problem with Tato, 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 Tato 30, and they won, and he had 17 in a winning effort. You know what I mean? He wanted to be the yeah, driving exactly. force behind why they won. Exactly. Bro, but at the same time, though, you just witnessed what, a season before that he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with LeBron in the playoffs? Jason Tatum? Are you serious? Yeah, he was a little off, don't get me wrong, but he he wasn't scared. He, he manned the fuck up. Not Thanks too many players LeBron can man the fuck up. have anybody on that team. But at the end of the day, that's still a challenge. So you're telling me, regardless, you're playing against LeBron James. Like, it's going to strike some kind of like, whoa, this is LeBron. Team or no team, it's LeBron James. He LeBron still made it to the Eastern Conference Finals regardless. So it's one of the things where it's like, you went to this, this, this team that accepted the challenge. Yes, they even lost, but they still accepted the challenge, you know, with LeBron James as the human guy, this, this super guy that he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I looked at last year when he played with uh, the Celtics, you know, well, the season beforehand. I was like, why are you putting everything on your own shoulders? Like, you have uh, Jalen Brown. Your you have shoulders Marcus ain't even Smart. in dry, brother. You are fragile. You are You're good. Chill. Wait till the Eastern Conference and you start putting this. Yeah, wait till Eastern Conference put on that cake. Chill the fuck out. This is it. You trying to put on the cake, brother. We need you to be in the in the, in the, in the driver's seat. In the in the passenger seat, right? I, I think this season, this season is going to be extremely, extremely telling about like Kyrie one on his durability. He, oh two, yeah, he's blackballing the media this year too. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, saying he I don't think song because he don't want his words to be taken out of context. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but definitely telling about his durability and also if uh, how well he plays alongside Kevin Durant. Um, and so for him, for out, if you try to force and try to give him an out, maybe in terms of talking about another clutch player, he may just be saying someone as offensively skilled as he is, possibly. Now, LeBron can get a bucket whenever he wants to. We know that. But just in terms of like God gifted offensive like ability, maybe that's what he meant. But I mean, that's just 
if you was just trying to yeah, get him. Yeah, I, I would call Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is definitely a better shot maker than LeBron James. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, you still can't, so, you still can't ignore the greatest player in the NBA right now. He's, he's better than Kevin Durant still. I'm giving him that prop, but I'm you just know? saying, man, the boy KD is a shot maker. Totality as a player, yes, LeBron is better, but in terms of, like, specific shot skill set, shot making, I'm going to say Kevin Durant. I'm going to say Kevin Durant. Yeah, but you still, it's not enough to say you didn't have. See, you trying to slice it, bro. We're not saying Kevin Durant is better than But that's what he's basically saying. This is my first time I've had this. That's what he said. This is my first time I've had I can look, oh, I got Like, what do you mean? LeBron was still able to do that. You just didn't believe. I mean, yeah, because LeBron did hit a three. He had a late three to, like, keep that game, like, close, I remember. All I say is one nigga done won one without the nigga who talking all this shit, and the nigga who keep talking ain't won shit yet. So, make it past the second round? I think, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, he only yeah, talking because he he got a nigga who got rings. Yeah, and his so, rings um, is fraud too, because he right. didn't close the deal on Bro, the three and one team that he was up three and one on. Yo, right. this is the funny thing about that. You know what the funny it's thing? And I'm done talking about this. I promise to God, I say this and I'm done. The same dude who said this about LeBron James has a teammate that was up 3-1 on a team that lost to him when they were up 3-1. Because that mm-hmm. year, that was the same year that Game 6 Clay was born, and, Cl- and Clay Thompson just literally willed the Warriors to, to force a Game 7, and we already, we already know how that story ends. The Thunder couldn't, you know, eke it out. Warriors end up, you know, going on to the uh, – you know, the conference finals, or excuse me, the NBA finals, into which they went up 3-1 on, you know, the Cavaliers. Kyrie, with that being said, bro. The 3-1 comeback that was, you know, the first of NBA history. So that's the same guy. This is the same guy that you have on your team who couldn't close the deal, but you were just with a dude when y'all was down 3-1. But he could help you close the deal. But, 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 but all this being said, you also say it's also like saying Kyrie is the blame for the win, like the overall, the 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 wholehearted reason. I thought he was a major piece. He, I think at this point, he's kind of like Slick saying that I won that damn championship because look, I was when I wasn't there, we didn't win. When I'm there, we won in his head. In his head, I, I'm not saying that shit, but in Kyrie's head, he's thinking that, bro. Before LeBron James got to that team, that. This team didn't win over 20 bro. games, bro. Like, yeah, well, but you can't tell him that. You can't wrap it around Kyrie's head. You mean I can't tell him that? The, the history would tell him that. Right. But you... But the fact that he wasn't there and then he was there... He I'm actually a Kyrie fan. Thing. I'm just not a fan of those coming that he said. Right. I, I believe he's been for Kobe. I believe if Kyrie Irving was 6'6", he'd be a fucking problem and a top 10 player all time. Both if Kyrie was 6'6". 6'6", six, 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 he'd be a really a real serious be a, situation. That's not the baby. Um, sorry, bro. Can you bench this year? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but uh, the NBA season is uh, swiftly approaching us, and you're going to get the beauty of this podcast continuing to grow as we go into the opening season of the NBA 2020-21 um, season. And the NFL playoffs 
that's we probably probably start trying to maybe squeeze in like two podcasts a week. So like um like I was saying, the podcast is growing. We got the NBA getting ready to start, and we're going getting ready to go into the NFL uh, playoffs. So we're probably gonna have to start trying to squeeze in maybe two podcasts a week because it's definitely gonna be lit. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, What's so, up? hey, man, like, this is our 10th episode. We got another 10 to go, then another 10 after that, another 10 after that. We're going to, uh, Sebastian's going to fire up the L on the 100th episode. Yes, uh, I am. Welcome. Why not? Slime like. Uh, and, yeah, man, so we're going to get out of here. Appreciate y'all tuning in. The No Name Podcast. We're going to come up with a name by New Year. Book it. Uh, but, like, <laughs> no Name Podcast. Insert podcast name here, podcast. Thank y'all for watching. I like that. Yes, sir. The cowboys is ass right now.